Hello there, and greetings to you. Welcome to Duel of the Takes, the movie and pop culture podcast that pins the wildest, most unpopular opinions head-to-head. This week, we're playing a game of Kill, Fuck, or Marry with a majority of Cartoon Network's original programming to determine a definitive ranking from worst to best. We are joined by cartoon enthusiasts Alyssa Matson and Darren Cimentina. My name's Nathaniel Martin, and I am joined by my regular co-hosts Joshua Kubis, Alden Mason, and Jory Boston. We are joined by a fan favorite guest, our most popular guest of all time, not Darren, Alyssa. We're expecting 1,000 views again, Alyssa. That's right. <laughs> Welcome back. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. We're also joined by Darren. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what 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 is there to say about you that hasn't already been said? Darren is still mad about the day that I beat him in Mario Party. Shut up, Jory! I'm still mad that you beat me in Mario Party every time we play it. Everybody on this panel is still mad that I beat them in Mario Party. I've I've never won. I literally haven't played since that night. Awesome. Well, today we're playing Kill Fuck Mary with Cartoon Network's original programming. This should be great. We have all of the shows that were originally created by Cartoon Network for Cartoon Network. Uh, the only other caveat was they had to have had at least two seasons because there was 30 other shows that got canned after eight episodes or less that I didn't feel like including in here. Also a few miniseries. Yeah, we're not counting miniseries. I'm pretty sure Over the Garden Wall is the only show that would qualify under that. Uh, the Clone Wars. Oh, yeah, the Gendy Tarkovsky Clone Wars, you're right. Yeah, the good Clone Wars. Uh, anyway, we've also got 65 shows here. Should be pretty interesting. We're going to be spinning a spinner, and we're going to randomly assign each of us three uh, shows, and we're going to have to decide kill, fuck, or marry, and then collectively at the end we will be making... Hopefully, a top 36. If we are missing some heavy hitters, we might go around and do another turn each. But I think 36 sounds good. Alyssa, would you like to do the honors and go first? Sure. Sweet. Your first show is... (laughs) Ben 10, Ultimate Alien. Oh, no. Whoa. Let me Google which one that is. Of course, everybody here knows their Ben 10 lore. Absolutely. The second show is the high high puffy Yumi show yo nice oh, i wish i watched that oh Alyssa. oh sorry a classic you know sleeping on it and your final uh show for this round pretty good round so far yeah Stormhawks. okay wait let me google that i have no idea what that is yeah me neither Ugh, American Canadian series, kill that one. (laughs) (laughs) I like some American Canadian things. I don't. It looks yucky. I'm gonna kill that one. It looks really gross. It was really gross. (laughs) Oh no, they're furries. Oh no. Are they? Oh yeah, a couple of them are. Oh no, that's really bad. Yeah, I'm gonna kill um, Stormhawks. Alright, Stormhawks is killed. As somebody who uh, has seen Stormhawks, I will say in its defense that this show had some pretty, like, alright action, <laughs> which was rare for uh, Cartoon Network. Yeah, I can second that. That was 2007. Remember liking it a little bit? I really don't remember anything about that show, though. Uh, I'm gonna 
fuck Ben 10 Ultimate Alien and then uh, marry Hi Hi Puffy Ami Yumi, even though I've never seen it. That was that was the base choice. <laughs> Good choice. That was pretty base. Epic. Honestly, yeah. Um, yeah, let me just write this down so we don't get lost on which Ben 10 just got fucked. Didn't 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 Ami and Yumi write the Teen Titans theme song? Or am I making? Yes, and they performed it. Alden, you're up next. Wahoo! Your first show is. Uh oh, it's Transformers animated. Okay, that's fine. Oh. I thought that marvelous name Nate was Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. <laughs> My favorite Cartoon Network original, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Your second show is nice. Class of three thousand. We love it. We do love it. And your final show is oh nice, Johnny Bravo. Oh nice. Ooh. So we know what what's gonna get killed. Yeah, Transformers animated. Well, we know what we would like to get killed. <laughs> Has been found dead in Miami. What's next? Radio silence. I love it. I'm I'm guessing uh, Johnny Bravo is a Mary based. Yeah, I would agree. That was a really Chad move. <laughs> if it was a little more decisive, I would agree. <laughs> and then you're having intercourse with class of three thousand. Andre three thousand, of course. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. All right, Darren, you ready to go? Yeah, man, let's go. Your first show is none other than. I'm so scared. <laughs> My gym partner's oh, a monkey. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, God. Was that racist? <clears throat> no. What? Now it is. Why would it be racist, Joshua? <laughs> I hope this doesn't stay in the cut. It's staying in the cut. We can't keep that in the cut. <laughs> Your second show is Star Wars Clone Wars. Give it to yeah. me! Wow. Yes! You're getting some epic choices. I was really worried going into this that we would be picking a lot of like low-tier shows, but we're doing pretty good going into it. And your final show for this round, Darren, is... Oh, please be something bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Ben 10 Alien Force. You got your wish. <laughs> yeah yeah alien force is gonna die i ha I don't have any any love for her have we killed both ben 10 shows so far ben 10 ultimate alien got fucked something was worse i forget oh yeah it was that weird furry show Stormhawks. <laughs> already forgot about it again the other two darren's got here is jim partners a monkey and star wars clone wars I love both these shows, but like, who can I spend the rest of my life with? It's very valid. Which one of these would you come back to? That is an interesting question. I feel like it's not. <laughs> I agree. I think I'll fuck Jim Partners a Monkey and marry the shit out of the Clone Wars because that show was just, I, I fucking miss that show so much. I would definitely like rewatch that shit over and over again and come back to her at the end of a very long day in my prison cell. I respect it, Darren, but you wouldn't come back to her after a day in a prison cell. <laughs> <laughs> Darren's a Jack Sparrow energy tonight. He's got rum. He's drinking Captain Morgan. Is that what the giant cup of orange stuff was on your store or on the uh, video? Yes, I made myself a Malibu Bay Breeze. Leave me alone. I'm really happy that Josh put you in an internment camp. <laughs> <laughs> Jory, are you ready? I guess so. Infinity Train, how fitting. Yo. Wow. Nice. I'm so glad I watched this show. Hopefully, you're not killing it. Uh, Hopefully, I'm not. Your second show 
is Squirrel Boy. Squirrel Boy. <laughs> okay. Weird flex, but okay. All right. And your final show is. Ooh. Oh, no. Chowder. Whoa. Actually, this is not a difficult choice. I'm going to kill Squirrel Boy, make sweet love to Infinity Train, and I will be having matrimony with Chowder. I can respect that one. That's a good one. I think Infinity Train is interesting, but I don't think that it's interesting enough to dethrone one of the like top tier just like great cartoons yeah salad yeah in terms of mindless entertainment chowder's got to be pretty high all right josh speaking of mindless are you ready <laughs> god damn it yeah <laughs> i hate cartoons and i don't know why your first one is mao mao heroes of pure heart have any of us watched this show i don't even know what this show is i watched a trailer today because i had no idea what the shit it was um yeah i've seen clips i have not watched it i saw a screenshot it doesn't look terrible yeah it looks fine i don't think josh would enjoy it <laughs> well i have my kill so far josh doesn't like any cartoons except for one piece <laughs> you like one piece i watched it as a kid leave me alone uh you got generator rex i think this is one you care about Ooh, was generator rex that was the one that was from the creators of ben 10 after ben that was better in every conceivable way was it better i never watched it it was pretty good i was like ben 10 gross yeah that's that's kind of how i felt all right and your final is teen titan wow oh, wow. <laughs> I am going to marry Teen Titans, no doubt here. Of course. I'll have intercourse with Generator Rex. It just sounds odd. <laughs> Generator Rex and I are going to be having a little bit of alone time. It's full steam ahead with Generator Rex. And I'm killing whatever that show was called. Mau Mau Heroes of Pure Heart. That. The one with the cat. It's probably uh, supports furries, and I can't support that right now. <laughs> I don't think it does, but okay. Wait a second, Josh. Why right now? Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> I'm just trying not to uh, trying not to eliminate our furry audience. In the future, right now, he is. Josh's curiosities for now. This is a topic for another day. All right, Nate. Are you ready? Yeah, Nate, I'm ready. The damn sociopath over there. <laughs> Aren't we all? You in a prison cell too, buddy? All right, I got George of the Jungle up first. I forgot they made themselves a TV show. But I don't remember anything of it. Yeah, I agree with Nate. Same song with Codename Kids Next Door. <laughs> Nate, you give me big number one vibes. Thank you. <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah, he does. Okay, okay, so while we're on the topic of Kids Next Door, what number are we? I guess I'm number one. I think uh, Josh is number four. Yeah. I feel like I have number two vibes. Yeah, you do. I mean, I'm black, so I guess that makes me number five. You know what? Actually, I think that Nate has more number five vibes. What's uh, number five like? Number five is like the de facto leader. Like number one is like the leader of the group, but number five is the smartest. Oh, word. She's a diversity hire. Wait, then who would be number one if Nate's not? She's much better than a diversity hire. <laughs> I think it's I think it's you, Alden. Huh. The balding kid. <laughs> Balden. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and number three. Number three. Alyssa would be number three, just by default. Clarence. What the hell is Clarence? Good question. It's a chill kids show that you should not watch so it's a bad show i wouldn't call it bad but we are not the target audience i'd call it bad i've seen a few episodes of clarence uh and i do remember the theme song of george of the jungle i think it's obvious here to marry codename kid next door mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Fun fact, I cried when I turned 13 because I was officially not a member of the Codename Kids Next Door anymore. Did you get a bra? <laughs> Basically. I don't know. I feel like if I went back to Georgia the Jungle, I'd be even more annoyed than I was at the few episodes I saw of Clarence. So I'm going to kill Georgia the Jungle. Huh. Interesting. Be careful here, Nate. I mean, he's done. I'm uh, going to let Clarence just go in the middle there, you know? He's going to be in the Frank category. Frankly, Clarence is going in the middle. I felt like it would have been weird to kill a kid on the autism spectrum on air. Oh my god. Yeah, I actually think that's like canon in the show, yeah. Um, anyway... That's hilarious. <laughs> is it? <laughs> Josh is like autism. Great comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Alyssa, you've got the secret Saturdays. Oh, I remember that. That's the one with like the cryptids, with like Mothman and Bigfoot, and their family was hunting them. I vaguely remember that one. Okay, I, I liked that. it, but it left my mind until this second. I really didn't like that that much. Your next show, Courage the Cowardly Dog. Courage. Wow, there it is solid i always wanted to watch this show as a kid like right before i went to bed when my stepbrother was too much of a wimp to watch it so we were never allowed to i was your stepbrother this whole time plot twist <laughs> what are you doing step bro whoa oh, stop no. <laughs> what are you doing step bro i'm too busy cowering under the <laughs> covers because courage is on and then your third show is camp laszlo Ooh, nice I think that's pretty cut and dry. Fuck Camp Laszlo. Marry Courage the Cowardly Dog and kill Secret Saturdays. That's fair. Did someone's phone from 1975 just go off? No, it's my 1920s style doorbell. <laughs> it's still a boomer. <laughs> Josh, tomorrow that's going to be you and me at that doorbell. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's us right now. We came early. And it sounds this good. It sounds better than most other episodes. We plugged the rogue mics into them. All right. And Secret Saturdays got killed. Sorry, Secret Saturday stands. I know you're out there. Yeah, I'm one of them. <laughs> Alden, it's your turn. Nice. Your first show is Don't Fuck This Up. It's Samurai Jack. <laughs> okay. Alden, there's a lot of pressure on you right now. Your next show is... Laugh when he gets three top tier shows. The Grim Adventures, oh, like oh, yeah. man. Oh my Holy god! Shit. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, don't. <laughs> and your third and final show for this round is Ed and Eddie. Please be Adventure Time. I'm gonna scream. If it's Adventure Time, I'm gonna scream. It's Mike, Lou, and Og. Okay, thank God. Okay, I'm killing Mike, Lou, and Og. Killing three children, all then. Yeah, I'm Anakin. There was way more than three kids in that scene. <laughs> one of these I'm really attached to and have a lot of nostalgia for, and the other one I respect. Oh no, Alden. Just do what your heart desires, Alden. Yeah, I'm marrying Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Ooh. Ah. As somebody who that show is probably my favorite show from my childhood, I think you made a big mistake. <laughs> it's top two for me. And Samurai Jack is top 10. It's my number one. <laughs> but I think you made a huge mistake. Well, good thing we're not ranking these episodes. Fine. Oh, well. I'm confident in my pick. Yeah. Good call. Good call. Hey, you. Yeah. You. You want to help support Duel of the Takes and look sexy as all hell doing it? Well, we have a great offer for you. 
Right now, Pierre Arden is offering a special deal on their whole inventory of European-style timepieces and wristwatches for our fans. Head over to PierreArden.com and use promo code NATEM25 at checkout to get 25% off your order. At Pierre Arden, their focus is to design cutting-edge timepieces alongside precision manufacturing, making every watch a true masterpiece to be proud of. I'm a sucker for a good deal, so I bought one myself the Compleso, which is currently on sale for $30 off its regular price. Plus, with promo code NATEM25 at checkout, you'll save an additional 25% off your order. You'll be walking away with a great fashion accessory and a way to keep time without pulling out your phone. All for a great deal. Again, head over to PierreArden.com. That's P-I-E-R-R-E-A-R-D-E-N.com to pick out a nice watch for yourself or a loved one, and use promo code NATEM25 at checkout. Save 25% off your order. It helps the show, and it'll help you make an impression wearing a sexy new timepiece on your wrist. Jory, are you ready to have an opinion again? Sure. Always. I love this Nate game show. They would be a pretty great uh, game show host. This is his game show. Your first show is I Am Weasel. Oh, like from the new Suicide Squad movie? <laughs> what are we, some kind of weasel? <laughs> Your second show is Adventure Time. Uh, <laughs> I Am Weasel is a Mary. Yikes. And your third and final show is Summer Camp Island. What the hell is that? <laughs> it's a new one. I watched one episode of it and it was fine. Oh, I see. It sounds like the poor man's total drama island. It looks like the poor man's uh, regular show. Oh. I think it's different from that too. I mean, it's like one of the newer shows. All of them kind of look the same. You know, Josh, we memed about it a lot, but now I have Adventure Time versus two shows that I really don't care about at all. I feel like it'd be clown to not marry Adventure Time, personally. I agree, but Adventure Time is also going in a tier higher than Samurai Jack right now. <laughs> it's okay. They'll, they'll be holding hands together at the top of F and the bottom of M. Yeah, you're right. All right, so I'm marrying Adventure Time. Summer Camp Island looks a little better than uh, I Am Weasel to me, so that's I agree. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. That's going to be my middle pick, and then I Am Weasel is going to get eaten. So you're fucking an entire island of summer campers. I don't want to say that. <laughs> Thank you for not saying that. That would be really problematic. Maybe I'll watch this show. Josh, are you ready? I can't kill Adventure Time. We're all safe. All right, you got The Marvelous Misadventures of Flapjack. I love the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Josh, you love this show too. It's got pirates. <laughs> I do like the show. <laughs> it's got pirates and acid. Does it have acid? No, but there is that one episode where Flapjack drinks way too much salt water and starts hallucinating. And that's yeah. the one episode yeah. I remember vividly of that show. Oh. Based? It's sheep in the big city. Wow. On the line. Can we just say that I got Ed and Eddie? <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah we'll say you got ed ed and eddie here hell yeah because it needs to be on the list okay yeah cool yeah i don't want it to get left off by some odd chance and you got you got flapjack you got ed ed and eddie in your final 
is all right apple and onion make something happen here man i'm gonna take a look at apple and onion give it one chance on google images <laughs> yeah compared to these other two it's it's gone i like he gave it a fair shot okay marvelous uh misadventures of flapjacks going in the middle because flapjack is a child i it's an honor to marry my favorite show on this whole uh list ed and eddie it's an honor to marry the eds if you had to marry an ed which one would you marry and why is it double d <laughs> Yeah, I was about to say, it's Double D. <laughs> Double D is easily the most reliable. I feel like he's the only one that would be able to hold down, like, a decent job after they... <laughs> I was always told that I was Double D, and I never know what that meant when I was on the playground. <laughs> <laughs> playground, it meant that somebody wanted to beat you up. <laughs> but otherwise, it was a huge compliment. I feel like you have some Eddie energy, though. <laughs> You're like if Double D had Eddie's hustle. Yeah. <laughs> At least I'm not Ed, Josh. My first show is Victor and Valentino. Hmm. That, like, just came on uh, HBO Max. I love The Sopranos. I wish. Maybe this show is Sopranos for kids. <laughs> I got Evil Con Carne. All right. Oh. It's cool that uh, both Billy and Mandy and Evil Con Carne are on here. Yeah, I would have liked Grim and Evil to show up instead of Evil Con Carne, but yeah. And my third and final selection. Perhaps the last show out of all of this. All right, regular show. Yeah. Uh, why didn't we just let Time Squad go? Josh, regular show is much better than Time Squad, and you would think so too if you watched it. I guess my question here is, do we feel good leaving the things on here that we have left, or do we need to go around another time? There are a couple of shows. There are lots of good shows on here. Cow and Chicken. Dexter's Lab, Space Ghost, The Amazing World of Gumball, We Bear Bears. So we should go one more time through, you think? Yeah, one more time should be enough. All right, cool. Um, Let me just rank mine real quick. Victor and Valentino, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't really know who you are. I'm just going to kill you. I have no problem so doing that because in the fuck category, I'm going to put Evil Con Carne because it's a classic in my eyes. I don't know. And then, uh, yeah, regular shows getting married. Of course it is. Probably the show out of here that I've watched the most of. So, Alyssa, it's round three for you. Are you ready for this? Hell yeah. Let's get ready to cartoon. All right. Cow and chicken. Yeah. Mama had a chicken. Did you see that they finally showed us what the parents' faces look like recently? I feel and like I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it ruined it for me, but also, like, it was super satisfying. You also got We Bear Bears. Great show. Damn, like, Alyssa's getting the shows that she wanted specifically. <laughs> and your third and final show is Teen Titans Go. Okay, I'm killing Teen Titans Go. Fucking thank you. There it goes. <laughs> you know, as much as I hate that show, I am really glad it got on the list. <laughs> fuck that show. I am gonna fuck Cow and Chicken and marry Weird Bears. Nice. Alyssa, can, I, can we have a conversation after this? Both options are bad. Yeah, but like, you didn't have to say what you did. <laughs> I respect <laughs> We Bear Bears. It's it's a pretty good show. What's We Bear Bear Bears? It's about three bears. Their, their brother bear three. Darren, the panda bear reminds me a lot of you, actually. Why? Because I'm part Asian? No, because he's a step. <laughs> Damn, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Filipino, bitch. Oh, it's okay, Nate. You're doing great. We love and appreciate Nathaniel Martin. We do. Wow. This is the validation I wish my father gave me for years. But uh, Alden, you're up. Your first show is 
Craig of the Creek. It's Craig of the Creek. Yeah, I've seen some of it. You also got OKKO, Let's Be Heroes. What the fuck? These were not the shows that I wanted to move on. (laughs) OKKO is kind of okay. Yeah, I feel like Craig of the Creek might be better. Okay. Yeah, it is. And your final show is Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. There we go. Foster's on top, Craig of the Creek, and then I already forgot. What was it? OKKO? Yeah. Yeah, I'm killing that one. Interesting thing about OKKO. I'm pretty sure that's the only show on this list that started out as a browser game. That's insane. That show had a browser game on Cartoon Network before it got greenlit to be a show. I played the app. There was an app. Yeah, there was an app that I played before the show even came out. Joshua. Hello. There are several dead fly corpses on the bottom of my prison cell. Would you rather them be alive? I, you know, you make a valid point. I just want to know what killed them. I did. Jory did have a sacrifice in in that storage room. Darren, guess what? Hi. Your first show is The Powerpuff Girls Woo-hoo! 2016. Oh no! <laughs> The biggest betrayal. Gross. I mean, it's still not bad, but uh Oh, it's really bad. Please don't say it's good. I'm not saying it's good. It's not bad. Hold them get out of here. Is the original on this list, or is it just that one? Yes. Maybe you'll get it. Fuck my ass. Dexter's Laboratory. Oh, it was close. In Dexter's Laboratory. Dee Get out of my laboratory. And your final TV show... On Cartoon Network is Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Yes. I haven't in a very long while, but yeah. Okay, good. At least there's that. Alright, so Powerpuff Girls 2016 is going to hell. Yes. See you later. That's very hard, actually, but I mean... Let's also say that the fuck tier also has Samurai Jack. It is a respectful tier. It's, it's half respect. Yeah, as long as it's not killed, it's fine. Okay, but like, I feel like... Sp- Space Ghost would have, like, the steamiest sex imaginable, though. I feel like he would make air guitar noises with his mouth and try to shoot you with a laser. But then also Dexter's mom. Oh, yeah, but if you're fucking Dexter, then you would also have to fuck Mandark. (laughs) (laughs) Have to? You mean... (laughs) Yeah, have to. You mean get to. Do you remember that episode where he just laughs the whole time? That's every episode with him. Do you think that he would laugh like that when he comes? This is getting really raunchy. Oh, Dexter, I finally have your sister right where I want her. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we're going to have to turn this into the adult swim list. Jory's made a lot of good points. I think I'm gonna, <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna fuck Space Ghost and marry Dexter. Good call. That's what Josh wanted you to do. I'm gonna be honest here. I had no idea. Like I couldn't have made a decision there. It's cl- it's close. I just I can't sleep with Mandark. You've got the amazing world of Gumball. It's Jory. Oh Jory, I love this. It's my favorite show. It's a very good show. I agree. It's so fucking slept on. Yeah, it is. I hate cartoons. All right. You also got Grim and Evil. Oh, nice. The trifecta. And your final show. Billy, why you gotta do me like that? (laughs) Secret Mountain Fort Awesome. I looked this show up right before we started because I was like, what is that? And the main character just looks like an ass. Like, literally. (laughs) 
please look it up, everybody. <laughs> I need you guys. Uh, no, I know exactly what you're talking about, and I agree. Oh my god, he is now. I told you. He's got boobs. Are those his abs? No. That, that show is getting killed. Yeah, that show is just straight up getting killed, no question. His whole body it looks like a bunch of butts. Yeah. I'm frightened. God, I hate that we've been disrespecting uh, Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy this entire list, but I feel like I have to marry Gumball. Billy and Mandy's in Mary, so... Oh, wait, Billy and Mandy's in... Oh, yeah, I forgot that Alden did that. Okay, that's fine then. Okay, Grim and Evil is uh, fuck, and then Gumball is Mary. Yeah, good call. Respect. So, Nate, final turn. I don't think Josh has gone yet, has he? So, Josh, final turn. All right, Josh, Europe is my second favorite continent. Is it really a shit take? What's your first favorite? We'll get there when we get there. Oh, there it is. Oh, disgusting. The problem solvers. Josh, do you remember when we posted the picture in the general and we were like, would you believe us if we told you this was a real show? Uh, that's the one. This is what like caused uh, Cartoon Network's like dark age. You got... You got Megas XLR. It's like a giant robot show that got canceled after like one or two seasons. Two seasons. Yeah. A lot of people like it, but I've never seen oh, it. Oh, this looks familiar. And your final show is Unikitty. That's the Unikitty from the Lego movie, Josh. So my final show is the Powerpuff Girls. It wasn't even close. <laughs> no. So my final show is Total Drama. You could take, like, Ben 10 2016 or DC Superhero Girls. <laughs> what am I going to do? I guess I'll kill that ugly show. Problem solvers. The, what was the last one I got? Unikitty. Unikitty? I guess that will go in the middle, and then I'll marry Megas XLR. That does look like a Josh show. What a wild-ass fucking last round for Josh. Woo. Let me just uh, fix some things here. <laughs> god damn it why couldn't you do this before <laughs> all right uncle grandpa gross it sounds as bad as it is <laughs> the mighty magiswords oh no i don't even know what that is i guess i'll have to look that up it's whatever and your last one is powerpuff girls it, need, it needs to be powerpuff girls or fucking steven universe doesn't it could be total drama island well total drama rama is right there Nice, Powerpuff Girls. Why isn't Total Drama Island on this list? Because it wasn't originally created for Cartoon Network. It was like one of those Canadian shows. Do you guys remember 16? Yes. Oh, that was a good show. That show was good. My three are Uncle Grandpa, Steven Universe, and Powerpuff Girls. Nice. I'm killing Uncle Grandpa. Sorry, uh, LGBT community. <laughs> Uncle Grandpa's getting killed because LGBT power is way more important than incest power. Yeah! Gays! Yeah, Steven Universe is getting effed. Um, there's some good episodes of this. You didn't get Steven Universe. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. It's still on the list. No, I definitely did. No, you definitely didn't. No, he got it. Yep, I got that instead of the Mighty Magiswords. Oh, okay, that's fair. Uh, let's see, what else do I have left? Oh, Powerpuff Girls? That's getting married. No question. Bullshit, I got the freaking new one. That's hilarious that you got the new one. At least we know what's going to be the bottom of the list. <laughs> Uh, I never started recording this wheel. Fuck. Now we have a literal fuck ton of shows that we have to rank and make a superlative list out of. Um, I hope it's not 59, but it might be. I'm so happy we didn't leave any beloved classics off. Yes. Do you want to just like read off the kill ones and I can like type them up quick and then throw them in the general? Yeah, so in, in the kill category, we've got Stormhawks, 
Transformers Animated, Ben 10, Alien Force, Squirrel Boy, Mao Mao, Heroes of Pure Heart, George of the Jungle, Secret Saturdays, Mike, Lou, and Og, I Am Weasel, Apple and Onion, Victor and Valentino, Teen Titans Go, OKKO, Let's Be Heroes, Powerpuff Girls, 2016, Secret Mountain, Fort Awesome, Problem Solvers, and Uncle Grandpa. So now we have to order this, and this will be our bottom, however many this is, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, 19. It's such a big list. This is hefty, boys. You're hefty. This is the biggest list we've ever made ever by a landslide. Yeah, this is a good time to make a second. All right, I already scurried into Josh's room to get more pizza. Especially while we're on uh, this tier. Blue skidoo, we can too. Yeah, what are we ranking Nick Jr. shows? We definitely can't do a merry fuck kill of that. We definitely will be doing a merry fuck kill of that. I'm sorry, I don't know what you think this is. I don't know if I want to say that I would fuck Wow Wow Wubsy. <laughs> I confidently want to say I'd fuck Wow Wow Wubsy. Alright, so what do we think is the worst Cartoon Network show out of this bunch? Uh, I obviously think obviously things like Teen Titans Go and Powerpuff Girls 2016 are extremely offensive to us, but I feel like those are a lot better than some of these that are just straight up offensive. Yeah, but I feel like the fact that they're offensive to anybody makes them worse. I feel like there's some that are just straight up like, who is this for? I'm throwing out Stormhawks because furries i think it'd be really funny if we put ben 10 alien force as the worst one <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if ben 10 alien force is that bad yeah i mean like problem solvers like who's the our audience for the show is it fans of gumball because to me even as someone who likes the absurdist visuals of the amazing world of gumball that show grosses me out just the animation style the character design yeah i feel like it's almost incomparable like gumball's gumball's like beauty and madness is because it comes from a bunch of different styles of animation that all blend together at once which is why i love it and we'll be talking about it a lot later but i just think problem solvers is for no one solvers is just garbage looking like it doesn't even try to go for an artistic thing it's like someone animated it with a box of four different color crowns it's like somebody animated it with ms paint yeah ms paint exactly yeah if we want to put problem solvers at the bottom and nobody has a strong case for something below it i'm down for it yeah i agree with jory all right problem solvers are there any other shows that we were thinking that are in the same vein where it's just like who is this for like this is uncle grandpa aggressively bad maybe secret mountain fort awesome personally i was about i was thinking that one too yeah that's the next one i was thinking <laughs> I can't even remember what that looked like. I feel like Uncle Grandpa's title is the equivalent of the design for the main character of Secret Mountain Fort Awesome. I always thought Problem Solvers and Secret Mountain Fort Awesome were the same show. I think they would be slightly better if it were. A little too much nicotine. All right, so what did we place? Secret Mountain Fort Awesome at 58. I, I don't know if Uncle Grandpa's on that same tier. I do think its show is is not good, but... I remember enjoying it like when it first came out, but never after. I never watched it either. <laughs> I think I was at a Pizza Hut one time, and it was like on the TV, and what I gathered was it was trying to be something that was like a blend of like regular show and SpongeBob. Didn't look like something something that would interest me a really bad attempt at trying to get random humor i know one of the characters is a talking slice of pizza and he looked pretty cool his name is steve or something that's why they had it on at the pizza hut 
<laughs> he was sponsored. I think uh, at this point in the list, now we should be looking at those shows that are just offensive because we're going to start getting to shows that are kind of just mediocre. Yeah, exactly. I think Powderpuff Girls 2016 needs to be here. I agree. Yeah. Teen Titans Go might be a bastardization of a show that I love more than Powerpuff Girls, but Powerpuff Girls is also a banger of a show, and Powerpuff 2016 is a, like a straight-up spit in the face. Yeah. I, I think Teen Titans Go is only seen as a bad show because of how beloved the original Teen Titans was, and it never got its conclusion. I think people would be a lot softer on it. It's not a terrible show. It's not great. I'd also like want to point out my brother and maybe some of his friends actually like teen titans go and they've never seen the original i mean of course that's why they like it that's how it goes it actually has an audience unlike i feel like a lot of these other shows at least teen titans go is different enough from its original show that you will have that disconnect like oh i never saw the original show but i like this show a lot they're two different things but it's fine but powerpuff is like so close to the original but just so inferior well how about we put some like forgettable shows or shows that we are just now hearing about for the first time making this like apple and onion or victor and valentino this low i am weasel i was gonna say george of the jungle okay i don't like that show yeah i could second george of the jungle i don't know if it's worse than some of the others yeah me neither i haven't seen them i don't want to judge the ones i haven't seen too harshly uh, okay stormhawk still hasn't been placed has it oh shit we gotta put stormhawks at 55 i just can't <laughs> have furries like moving on i'm sorry <laughs> but they're people that turn into animals. I don't think they do turn into animals. I think they're just like humanoid animal things. Negative. I did watch the show a little bit when it was on and it wasn't terrible. Guys, we're only at number 56 on a top 59 list. We're making progress here, Josh. I think we could probably put Ben 10 Alien Force here at number 54. Yeah, it's Stormhawks. I'm, I'm not putting a higher. Victor Valentino, Apple and Onion, personally Squirrel Boy. I'll do Squirrel Boy. Out of the shows that we haven't seen or like aren't as familiar with, I feel like Apple and Onion should go the lowest. Agreed. I don't disagree. Cool. I'd also be fine with like Uncle Grandpa going around here as well. Oh yeah, wait, we still didn't place Uncle Grandpa. Get that down here. All right, Uncle Grandpa at 54. I completely forgot. Was it now Apple and Onion? Yeah, Apple and Onion at 53. Yeah. Um, I thought, did anybody here watch uh, Mike, Lou, and Aug at any point? I've seen like an episode, maybe. Yeah, I've seen like one episode. That one looked kind of gross to me, but it also has that same style as like a Klasky Skupo show. It wasn't enough for me to like watch another episode. Yeah. How do we feel about Mike, Lou, and Aug possibly taking 52? That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. I think uh, Squirrel Boy should probably go pretty soon because that's like the end of the OG era. Like that was a bad show that like hurt Cartoon Network's trajectory in our in our childhoods. It was bad. It was ugly. Yeah, I don't feel that way. I'm with you, Jory. <laughs> I was like, Squirrel Boy was fine. <laughs> I hated it. Although you also like Powerpuff 2016. Shut up. <laughs> and I didn't say it was good. I just said it wasn't that bad. Shut uh, I am Weasel at number 51. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> Josh, what the fuck are you doing? You've done nothing but cough. <laughs> <laughs> or, do you have a ligma? Sorry, bro, I cut this feet. Uh, what's next? <laughs> Sounds like Candace. Should we put Victor and Valentino? We've been talking about it for a while. Yeah, let's get the Sopranos out of here. What I What I have seen from it, I don't think it should be at the lower end of this list. I mean, it's not. It's 49 out of 59. 
quite bottom 10. I guess it's fine then. No, I am Weasel's 51. No, Squirrel Boy's 51. Wait, I actually got Squirrel Boy placed at 51? You guys said that you liked it. Yeah, but I mean, I don't feel that strongly about it. It's still in kill. Yeah. All right. Well, Squirrel Boy's at 50. 50. 50. 51 is I am Weasel. 49. We're going to put uh, fucking whatever. Victor and Valentino, I guess. Yeah. This is like, I go into like full like Charlie from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia conspiracy theory mode every time we have fucking Kill Fuck Mary with more than like 30 entries. So this is actually insane right now. I have four pieces of paper that I'm flipping over and I'm trying to make sure I have everything squared away. Speaking of conspiracy theories, I was gonna, uh, well, actually, never mind. What we have left here, we've got uh, Teen Titans Go, we've got OKKO, OK Let's Be Heroes, Mayow Mayow, Heroes of Pure Heart, Secret Saturdays, Transformers Animated, and Ben 10 Alien Force. I'm fine with OKKO OK or Alien Force next. I'm fine with OKKO. OK Let's put Ben 10 Alien Force here for the meme. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say that, but was afraid. Hey, Landon, number 48, bitch. How about Transformers Animated next? I actually kind of like Transformers Animated, if I'm going to be honest. I thought it was better than the movies they were putting out. And I think there's actually some solid, like, three or four episode, like, arcs that happen with some supporting characters in that show. The little girl supporting character was actually a robot, and it was like, what? Yeah, it was kind of like a mind blow. I feel like saying that show's better than the movies is like saying that Ultimate Spider-Man show is better than the Amazing Spider-Man movies. I don't know. I mean, the Transformers movies are like the only movies that that franchise has. Well, Nate said at the time it was coming out. But I mean, that's also true. I would agree as well. Transformers Animated, Mao Mao, Heroes of Pure Heart, Secret Saturdays, Teen Titans Go, OK KO, and Let Let's Be Heroes is the full title. We put Teen Titans Go. We could. I think that's fair. I'm sorry, I just really, I really fucking hate that show. You didn't even say anything. <laughs> um, how about Mau Mau? Yeah. Yeah, I have no opinion on that show. Yeah. I just don't like that they named it after a communist uh, dictator. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's how I feel about Uncle Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> and Ben 10 Ultimate Alien. So we've got Secret Saturdays, OK KO, and Transformers Animated to round out this giant that this gigantic uh kill pile i would like OKKO to go next yeah okay. that's fine and then um i know that i'm the biggest advocate for this show but then secret saturdays should probably go next all right yeah and then transformers that animated can be the top of the kill list that's pretty much the three that i was thinking or the ranking i was thinking Wow, I'm so proud of us. We did it. We got out of we got out of that mess. We could start talking about shows we care about. Not yet. We still got about half this fuck list of things that we don't care about. No, but we also have Samurai Jack in here. <laughs> right. You want me to list these off again in a slow kind of dramatic passion and you can... Uh... Yes, please. Okay, cool. Do like a movie trailer voice. In a world where our fuck list is Ben 10, Ultimate Alien. Andre 3000 stars in Class of 3000. My gym partner's a monkey. Infinity Train. Generator Rex. Clarence. Camp Laszlo. Samurai Jack. Summer Camp Island. Marvelous Misadventures of Flapjack. Evil Con Carne. Cow and or Chicken. Craig of the Creek. Space Ghost. Coast to Coast. Grim and Evil. 
Unikitty. <laughs> and Steven Universe. Nice. I'm proud of you, Jory. Yeah. Dude, you definitely did really good at those like type to learn uh CD ROMware at the <laughs> element. Yeah, I really did. I used to have like 79 words per minute. Holy shit. Whoa. I was like a 14 words per minute kid. If I was a 20-year-old woman in the 60s, I would be the best secretary Don Draper could ask for. <laughs> You'd be the chick from Handmaiden's Tale in Mad Men. <laughs> yeah, it would be Peggy. Steven Universe. Yikes. I want to see you, Kitty. Yeah, I think it's Unikitty out of these. Trash it. I think it's Unikitty. Josh, I kind of appreciate where you're coming from, but also I was talking about this a little bit before uh, with Alyssa when it came down to like Adventure Time or Steven Universe, because I feel like they kind of go for the same audience. I feel like I appreciate Steven Universe a little bit more, even though I it's like not for me, just because at least the characters were actually gay. <laughs> it's banned in a lot of countries. Yeah, just like us. Our WWE video is now banned in 14 Middle Eastern countries. <laughs> Are you proud of us, Darren? I love it. Alyssa, what do you think should be at number 41? I feel like Summer Camp Island or Clarence. Yeah, those are the two I was kind of thinking, too. Let's yeah, I was going to say Clarence. <laughs> All right. This guy's a gangster. His real name is Clarence. His parents have a real good marriage. They don't. Yeah, I've seen a few episodes. Oh, do they not have a good marriage for real? No, I'm pretty sure it's like a single mom and then he's got to go to his dad's every now and then. It's something weird. Oh, you're right. Yeah, it is. I remember that being an arc. And he's got his stepdad that looks like a gorilla. My favorite fictional band, Gorillas. The Gorillas. <laughs> mm -hmm. With a Z. Um, I'm sensing a little bit of a pattern emerging here. Yeah, so Summer Camp Island. No, I wanted to nominate Generator Rex just because I don't want too many shows where the name of the show is the name of the main character. No, Summer Camp Island. The main character's name is Summer Camp. It's really weird. <laughs> Wait, what? Actually, you know what? Let's put Steven Universe here because that always bothered me about that show. His name is Steven Universe. Like, that's still just ridiculous to me. No, we're putting Summer Camp Island at 40. It's Summer Camp Island. Is it? Yes. There's nothing watchable about that show. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Clarence is more watchable. It's just also more annoying. Have any of us seen this show? Seen, yeah, I've seen an episode or two. You said Generator Rex. You also said Steven Universe. I think we're getting close to that territory. I just know there's more diehard fans of a show like Steven Universe. Yeah, I was kind of joking about Steven Universe. I think that it should at least be in the top half of this. Yeah, Generator Rex is fine to go next. Josh, what's your take on Generator Rex? Radio Silence. I love it. I've, uh never seen it it was the one where he could like make like weird machine parts out of his body yeah there was a crossover with whatever ben 10 was happening at the time i remember seeing it like last week that sounds something i would really like for two weeks when i was seven that's kind of what i was thinking you'd have like a really good take for it but it's okay do you think that you would really like craig of the creek when you were seven josh probably not <laughs> Do you know what it is? Craig of the Creek is a show. I looked up it looked it up on Google Images. Is Craig of the Creek still on here? It's probably one of the better shows in this list. Ah. Uh, I'm thinking it's probably in the upper echelon of these Fox TBH. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. I think that we're starting to get there because like I'm looking at I mean we're starting to get there, but we are not there yet. I think that we're like one or two places off. Yeah. Alright, so let's place Generator Rex at number thirty-nine. 
And then I would like to suggest Ben 10 Ultimate Alien for 38. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, fine. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Ultimate Alien was the crossover with Generator X. Now, in number 37, personally, I could see my gym partner's a monkey here, which I know is going to be controversial. Um, I could also see Camp Laszlo here. I know I'm going to get a lot of hate from people who grew up watching these shows. No, no, I would put Camp Laszlo. Yeah, this is where I was talking about uh, Craig of the Creek going. I think it's better than both Camp Laszlo and my gym partner's a monkey, but I've seen more more of the other two and have more nostalgia for the other two it's going to be affected by our demographic and our experience watching these i don't think that there was any world where any of us were going to go like oh yeah teen titans go is the number one cartoon network show and that's because of our age well i don't think that would happen anyways i don't know i think if you ask kids like 10 years younger than us they might say that right, i'll ask after we're done then they don't get to have an opinion yeah, Craig of the Creek at 37 works. I feel like it's one of their more popular shows that's newer. There's like Grim and Evil, which I don't know if anyone has like strong feelings about. Evil Concarne, kind of similar thing where there are older shows that we grew up with, but at the same time, like the, the love for them gets surpassed by Billy and Man. Yeah, big yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, the problem with those two shows are all of the characters from Evil Concarne also feature like semi-regularly in Billy and Mandy. So I feel like they also don't need to go too much higher because we also have Billy and Mandy in the Mary tier. Exactly. It was ambitious for them to do like two shows that kind of went parallel with each other. Uh, very similar to like on Nickelodeon, they had, you know, Fairly Odd Parents and Jimmy Neutron, but that was more of an afterthought, whereas this was by its design because they both were spinoffs of Evil Con Carne, or uh, uh, rather... Uh, Grim and Evil, yeah. Uh, personally, I like Grim and Evil more than Evil Con Carne. I also don't really have a problem with Craig of the Creek going here. We can put it here. Uh, we could do like, let's do a buffer where we do like one of those two shows and then Craig of the Creek and then the other one. All right, let's do Evil Con Carne at 37, Craig of the Creek at 36, and then Grim and Evil at 35. Okay. Compromise. It's not always rainbows and butterflies. It's compromise that moves us along. It only took us like how many episodes to <laughs> make a civil compromise? We're, we're 23 episodes deep, I believe. This might be 24, actually. 34? I feel like we're getting into Steven Universe territory, personally. Yeah. I don't personally have a lot of love for that show, but I understand that people do. I just feel like there's also some classic nostalgic ones in here. Yeah. I would personally put my gym partner as a monkey in Camp Laszlo under Steven Universe, because I feel like that was part of Cartoon Network's original decline. I could easily put my gym partner as a monkey next. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think Laszlo uh, elevates a little bit higher for me, but my gym partner's a monkey. Uh, yeah, could go here for me. Love that show as a kid. So did Josh. What? <laughs> Replacing my gym partner's a monkey. Yeah. Okay. So we have Class of 3000, Infinity Train, Camp Laszlo, Samurai Jack, Marvelous Misadventures of Flapjack, Cow and Chicken, Space Goes Coast to Coast, and Steven Universe here. Steven Universe is sticking out like a sore thumb at this point. Yeah, I wanted to fight this a little bit, but I do think that Steven Universe should eke up like one more space, and I would be fine with Camp Laszlo going here. Jory, Alyssa, I have a question for you guys since you have both seen this show. Uh, Infinity Train, do you think it has the ability to be a show that latches on to a giant cult following like Steven Universe? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It already has. Word. I don't know about that, but. No, I've seen like a ton of following behind it. I mean. On Tumblr? First season. No, I don't. I haven't been on there in a year. On Twitter? No, it was before I used Twitter. I honestly don't even remember. It was probably Instagram. 
until I see people in real life with uh, Infinity Train merch, I'm going to say that it's not as big as Steven Universe. We don't see a lot of people anymore because of this pandemic. Yeah, for real, for real. I can't see anyone inside my Lonely Prison cell. <laughs> you can see the dead flies. Yeah, the dead flies are your friends. Derek, do you, do you have any, uh, any uh, take here between Camp Lazlo or Steven Universe for number 33? Who was that for? You. Me, between Camp Laz on Steven Universe? I mean, I understand the whole cult following behind Steven Universe. However, Camp Laszlo is, like, bigger to me personally. That's pretty based, Darren. I agree. Yeah, I really like Camp Laszlo. I was part of that following for Steven Universe. I like Camp Laszlo more. <laughs> I like Camp Laszlo also. We can put Steven Universe here. I was just trying to burn a few points. I feel like Camp Laszlo had some LGBT icons as well, though. Oh, it did. <laughs> It was just Steven Universe was specifically for the LGBT I'm trying to think. Community. I feel like the Moose's, like, assistant was probably gay, but I'm trying to think of any other LGBT characters. In was he a yellow thing? The slug? He was a snail. Yeah, that's what he was. No, he was a slug. He didn't have a shell. Sorry. He was out of his shell. He was not in the closet. <laughs> I would defend Steven Universe harder if the show wasn't, like, three-quarters filler. I mean, these are Cartoon Network shows. I don't think that, like, strong narrative pushed episode by episode is what they're really going for. I heard a crazy hot take yesterday that Steven Universe is the best American animated cartoon since Avatar The Last Airbender, so... No. Laughable. <laughs> wow. Josh is going to start quoting The Incredibles. You're not affiliated with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Steven Universe is 33, and I'm thinking Camp Laszlo 32. Yeah, it looks like that. Okay, cool. So what we have left in the fuck category is Class of 3000, Infinity Train, Samurai Jack, Marvelous Misadventures of Flapjack, Cow and Chicken, and Space Ghost Coast to Coast. This looks like a Class of 3000 situation here at 31. I was about to say that, yeah. Did you guys actually watch that show? Because I don't remember any of it. No, I completely disagree. Class of 3000 is amazing and unique, and I will defend it to my last breath for another, like, three places. Um, then Cow and Chicken? Yeah, that's what I would yeah. say. Uh, I wouldn't put Flapjack there yet. Cow and Chicken, I think, needs to go. Yeah. See ya, Cow and Chicken. I always thought Cow and Chicken was a Nickelodeon show. I kind of forgot it was a Cartoon Network show. Until this list, I thought the same. It felt more on brand with, like, a dog cat. Cat dog. Dog cat. Dog cat. <laughs> Nate wasn't allowed to watch cartoons as a kid. Don't make fun of him. <laughs> <laughs> but i have respect for them more so than someone who grew up on cartoons so what does that say about our society <laughs> what does that say about ratatouille um infinity train not yet or flapjack so we've got class of 3000 infinity train samurai jack misadventures of flapjack and space ghost coast to coast i say space ghost uh no no uh-uh okay sorry <laughs> space ghost was cartoon network's first original show and it also spring-lighted their adult swim content. And it, honestly, it has aged like a fine wine, even though some of the guests are like 90s superstars. Still hilarious to this day. Josh hates animation, and he just watched this show. I don't hate animation. Just He just watched this show that was made in the early 90s for the first time like an hour or two ago. Josh, what? You missed in the group chat last night. Nate and I were praising Tom and Jerry together. I like animation. 
Josh, that's not like an I like animation take. That's like, yeah, I was a kid once. I had a TV in my house. Yeah. I can watch Tom and Jerry like right now. Tom and Jerry committed suicide at the end of the show. Josh, what did you think about um, uh, Space Ghost Coast to Coast? It was really funny. Okay, see? It really reminds me of the Eric Andre show. I think Flapjack should go here. Flapjack should not go here. Jory, what do you think should go here? Infinity Train? <sighs> I've been trying to fight it, but I do think that Infinity Train should go here right now. I think that Infinity Train has a lot of potential to become Cartoon Networks. Like, um, yeah, their next big thing. I don't want to say, like, their avatar because that's a little buzzwordy and they're different enough for it not to be that. But Infinity Train has the potential to be, like, a great anthology series where we follow different protagonists every season. And it's already doing that, like fairly well right now and i think that it's only gonna get better places now that hbo max picked it up yeah it's kind of weird how the first two seasons were cartoon network released but the third season is only released on hbo max guys don't let josh's uh infinity train fan art dissuade you from watching the show it's really good i swear <laughs> yeah the first season is guaranteed good why wouldn't they need dog gary that's a good question yeah i i think it's either down to flapjack or infinity train here uh, I think it's Infinity Train between those two. I would have to put Flapjack above it, so yeah. I never saw the love for uh, Flapjack, personally. I thought it was Boneless Chowder. No. I am with that statement. Completely different. I'm still voting for the Flappy, but I don't give a hoot, whichever. So Infinity Train at number 30. Avengers Infinity Train at number 30. <laughs> For the next one, uh, I prolonged it a little bit, and it seems like we kind of forgot it, but I do think that Class of 3000 should go around here. Uh, yeah, that's fine. At 29, does anyone have a take defending Andre 3000's Class of 3000 at number 29 on this list? How many spots are left? Uh, in the fuck category, we have one, two, three, four, and the other three are Samurai Jack, Flapjack, and Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Oh, I think Flapjack should be under Class of 3000. I agree. I do not. I don't agree. I love Class of 3002, and I think that everything that it's doing with being a musically driven show that like ends every episode with like a musical number that's in the genre that they're talking about that episode is really cool and all. But Flapjack is one, it's a slightly lesser tier classic Cartoon Network show for me. Class of 3000, I don't know, it's just a lot more inviting to me. The style and the music that came out of that, I think Flapjack's a fun meme and everything, uh, but it's, I don't know, Class of 3000, I just appreciate a lot more yeah class of 3000 kind of feels like er like early childhood programming for a slightly older audience and that's something that i think is kind of cool whereas flapjack just feels like a lesser tier version of a lot of our shows in mary yeah Alyssa, darren what are your guys's takes here on these two shows i never saw class of 3000 i also have not seen it well, well on a scale of one to ten where would you guys rate uh flapjack i really liked flapjack when i was a can kid um I feel like an eight or nine. Oh shit! Yeah, when I was saying lesser tier, I mean like a, a tier instead of S tier, not like a B tier Cartoon Network show. I never disliked Flapjack. I just like at the time I preferred Chowder over Flapjack. Yeah. Okay. I think Class of Three Thousand is gonna go here at number twenty-nine. It sounds like the love is not as high as for that of Flapjack. But Flapjack's next, right? Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right, and here's where I go full clown mode, and I'm going to defend Space Ghost Coast to Coast up against Samurai Jack for the top of fuck tier. I appreciate where you're coming from, but I cannot agree. I'll Wait, side with Nate. Repeat that, repeat that sentence again. What did he just try to suggest for here? So, for the top of fuck tier, I am campaigning for Space Ghost Coast to Coast over that of Samurai Jack. I want to hear your argument first. So the reason I feel this way is Space Ghost Coast to Coast's influence is fucking massive. I think it not only started a Cartoon Network's original programming, but it also allowed them to kind of open a door and step one foot into adult animation, which is something that Cartoon Network became known for and synonymous with their brand of Adult Swim. Now, Samurai Jack fantastic show i don't think its influences are as visible and i also think that it kind of having the same problem with teen titans of not originally having a conclusion for like over a decade and then finally getting a conclusion on adult swim just exemplifies my point that space goes coast to coast started more things in a positive way than it did just kind of exist. Everything from the Hanna-Barbera stills being reanimated to fit an entirely different purpose show to the uh, crazy guests they had on. I, Space Ghost Coast to Coast is one of the most watchable shows on this entire list. You can just turn it on at any time. Samurai Jack, depending on the season, you kind of have to watch it in order. It's not just like an episodic adventure. There's a bit of a story and interconnecting narrative. And personally... Jack's kind of a stoic, like, badass character, but there isn't a lot of that same Cartoon Network charm in the cast of Samurai Jack. Whoa there, Nate. Have you seen Samurai Jack? The villain. Yes, I have. I've seen the entire show all the way through. You're wrong about that, Nate. Okay. You're telling me that the Scotsman isn't a Cartoon Network charm side character? How many episodes is he in? Probably, like, upwards of a dozen. I feel like every episode, Jack meets uh, new people and, uh, like, interesting locales. What you're saying about uh, Space Ghost Coast to Coast is valid, that, like, yeah, it got the ball rolling on Cartoon Network and everything, and it's still good today. As an animated show, Samurai Jack is far more successful artistically. It does a lot more with, uh, like, cinematography and animation and color. It was a narrative show that could still... Uh, benefit from the episodic format and the fact that it didn't have a conclusion wasn't a detraction from it before it became a part of the mythology that jack was always still out there adventuring and still trying to get back to the past and then when it finally got its conclusion a very fitting conclusion i think it just elevated it even more now it's a complete package all right you sold me what jory said space goes coast to coast is at number 27 both of these shows should be unmarried here yes the last airbender with Samurai Jack. I just want to point out both of them had the same issue with a voice actor dying and having to switch to someone else. The same voice actor? Yeah. So Mako voiced both Jack and Uncle Iroh. No, he voiced Aku and Uncle Iroh. The, sorry. He died in the middle of both shows and they had to switch to Greg Baldwin, I believe his name is. Yeah. Yeah. Bring this on the pain. fucking list <laughs> I've ever experienced. Oh, yeah. I feel like it's going by faster than a lot of our uh, first lists were, though. That's true. We've got our shit unlocked. You want me to read the Marys and you can type them out again, Jory? Uh, sure. Right now. 
All right, this time you say it in a really seductive voice. Oh, God. Oh, God. People are listening. All right. Long ago in a distant land. I can't do that for 25 shows. (laughs) (laughs) Does anyone else have a a vocal direction for me that's not as terrible as Josh's or difficult as Jory's? Uh, You ever watch South Park? Yeah. Do Kenny. (laughs) (laughs) Jory has to guess what fucking movies you're saying. Let's just read it. Dexter's Laboratory, The Amazing World of Gumball, Megas XLR, Powerpuff Girls, Hi Hi Puffy Amiyumi, Show, Show, Johnny Bravo, <laughs> Star Wars, The Clone Wars, Chowder, Chowder, Teen Titans, Codename, Kids Next Door, Courage, The Cowardly Dog, Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, Adventure Time, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Regular show, We Bear Bears. And finally, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. So, um, Megas XLR. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There it is. I put it in there by default. Man, the fact that that got placed over Samurai Jack is just something that will forever haunt me. Yeah. This one's hard. I, like, kind of don't want to put... Actually, you know what? Clone Wars. <gasps> uh... Kind. I agree, actually. You... Cunt, Josh, take down your collection. I don't agree. Maybe we bear bears under Clone Wars, but yes, in theory, I agree. Here's my reasoning for Clone Wars here. Clone Wars, I mentioned before with Samurai Jack being a show that followed a narrative that benefited from an episodic format where you didn't have to catch every episode in order. Clone Wars almost takes that to the logical extreme and just has the show out of order for the entirety of the show. Even when you go back and try to watch it season by season, it doesn't make sense. I think it has a lot of great stuff to add to Star Wars lore, but as a show on its own, I think it leaves a lot to be desired. I agree. The biggest problem with Clone Wars, I think, is its highs are really high. Like, it has some great arcs that I think does have that has benefits to like some of the best star wars content we had in that era this was at a time where no movies were coming out when it came to things outside of video games and comics i don't even know if comics were even that big at the moment uh this is about all we had but it's lows man those first two seasons are just really rough (laughs) there's a lot of jar jar episodes there's there's just a lot of l's i'm glad like it got here i appreciate that it got here because i think it does sometimes uh push the boundaries of what star wars uh could be when it came to its lore compared to these other shows and this is coming from a really big star wars fan i i think it needs to not move on that far yeah i disagree Completely. I would place it above multiple of these shows. I just rewatched the entirety of Clone Wars not even a couple months ago. How? What do you mean? Did you go like episode by episode? Yes, I watched from first season to last season. How was that? The most jarring part is when Ahsoka gets a second lightsaber. That's it. And then it goes away like two episodes later. Following it isn't hard because I don't follow the how linear the story is. As long as you know what happened, you know what happened. The fact that it's not chronological did not bother me that hard at all. I don't know. I think for a show that's seven seasons long, that would bother me. It had lows, but I don't think those lows were that low either. Even the episodes with Jar Jar were not bad. I really enjoyed two Jar Jar episodes specifically. Darren, what's your take on uh, Clone Wars? Why do you think it should be higher compared to some of these other classics? I will be content with it being one tier higher. I don't think it's better than a lot of these OGs. However, I do like 
greatly, greatly enjoy the show. Um, but like I don't like I don't like it more than Teen Titans or K and D or Courage or really a lot of these. I just like I don't want it to be below We Bear Bears because I don't give a shit about that show. There's a show that I think should be below both We Bear Bears and Clone Wars, and that's the High High Puffy Amiyumi show. Now, don't get me wrong. I kind of agree. <laughs> Some classic moments in that show and some really solid episodes, but as a whole, there's a reason the show didn't stick around for too long. It kind of wore its concept thin after only six or seven episodes. As somebody who did like that show when it was on, I'm going to be completely honest, I don't remember a single episode. Yeah, I just remember, like, the characters. That's about it. Yeah, I remember the characters and the colors. I remember the theme. But yeah, I mean, it had like, it was just, I feel like it was just like a cute little thing to have at the time, but like was not very influential and really did not have like much of a run to go off of. I think they were just trying to give these Asian artists like a cute little platform for a hot second. Yeah, it was good for its time. That's another thing I kind of want to bring up with Clone Wars. Like when the show first came out, the first two seasons, it was a kid's show. Mm -hmm. It was wholeheartedly a Cartoon Network. This is Star Wars for like kids that are also watching Cartoon Network. And I think it found its footing uh, a little bit more toward the later half of the second season. And okay, now like Star Wars fans are like unironically watching, like people who love the books, love the graphic novels, who are watching all these movies and waiting in line to see them are now tuning into this show. Now we can kind of do more lore deep dives and character episodes for people who show up for uh, 20 frames in the, uh, you know, in the movies and things like that. Even then, I kind of agree. I, I would have a hard time following this show if I was an eight-year-old watching Clone Wars when it was on TV. The show came out in, what, 2008? I didn't watch this show as a kid. I'm a, I'm a big Star Wars fan. Like, I should... I did. I think I watched the Kid Fisto episode, the General Grievous Lair episode, thought it was cool. What's his name? Kid Fisto. Okay. <laughs> But, um, Sorry, I never watched it. It fist her. I barely know her. <laughs> Beyond like some episodes in the first season, like it just couldn't. It didn't get into me. I heard Darth Maul was coming back. I was like, oh, that's cool. Looked into that, and then I left. Like it just couldn't. It couldn't keep me. It, I kept leaving the show when it was airing, and its best season was on Disney Plus when it was when it became a Disney Plus original. But that's the thing. I asked if that season was going to be included because it is not technically a Cartoon Network season or show at that. Point. I mean, we're not just going to disallow this season, but it is a knock against the show as a whole. As being, a... yeah, it's a knock against the show. I think. Yeah, I don't disagree, but the fact that it is included, those final four episodes of the last season, for me personally, put this show above multiple other shows in this list i wouldn't say it's top half by any means but yeah the last four episodes do feel like a really good star wars movie i mean it the last four episodes are the best star wars content almost undoubtedly yes but there are seven seasons until it gets to that point the only other show that i'm seeing kind of in this same discussion right now is we bear bears and i think Alyssa and i are the ones who care about the show the most do you have a, a take on we bear bears Alyssa? i think it's really cute and very entertaining to watch it's just something i can put on. it's nothing like how you guys are talking about the star wars show i just really like it Alyssa, can i ask you a question about we bear bears uh, if you just throw on we bear bears and are watching it like episode by episode the way it came out will you be confused no, <laughs> no. okay it doesn't follow a storyline you can watch this show while tripping absolute acid and still understand every plot detail that's going on it is perfect cartoon network simple to follow well half of these shows don't have 
plots that go throughout the entire exactly which is why we bear bears is more uh in line with cartoon network as a brand and why i think it should go above clone wars I don't think Cartoon Network as a brand is mindless episodes. Okay, what are some other uh, shows that have an overarching narrative? You've got Samurai Jack, you've got Teen Titans. You've sort of got Adventure Time. You have Adventure Time. You have Steven Universe. I would personally think that Clone Wars. Regular show. Mm, Regular show kind of counts. Even out of all those shows, besides maybe Steven Universe, I think Clone Wars is lower than all of them. That's like five of them out of 59, right? It's it's like, you know, let's be generous and call it a fifth of the shows have uh, a narrative structure to them. I would say it's more than that. Can we just leave it to like a vote? Like We Bear Bears or Clone Wars? Yeah, sure. We Bear Bears or Clone Wars. Ready? Three, two, one. Clone Wars. We Bear Bears. Oh, wait, are we voting? Okay, We Bear Bears should go higher. Yeah. Bear Bears should go higher. Okay, I think that was more Wee Bear Bears. Clone Wars is going at this spot. Bear Bear is a little bit over that. One spot higher? I think one spot higher. See, I would put Clone Wars above regular show, but I would not put Wee Bear Bears above regular show. No. No. So what we have left to talk about here is Dexter's Laboratory, Amazing World of Gumball, Powerpuff Girls, Johnny Bravo, Chowder, Teen Titans, Codename Kids Next Door, Courage the Cowardly Dog, The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, Adventure Time, Ed, Ed, and Eddie, Regular Show, and Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. How do we feel? What is the general sentiment now? I don't want to volunteer the next one. Not not to sound like a boomer, but I was thinking Gumball. No. I was thinking Gumball. Oh, no. I really like Johnny Bravo. I was thinking Johnny Bravo here, not to sound like a Zoomer. Whoa. I was also thinking Johnny Bravo. No, Johnny Bravo fits here fine. I, I'd be fine with Johnny Bravo. I was going to say Adventure Time. No. Oh, I forgot we married Adventure Time. <laughs> <laughs> um, the reason I think Johnny Bravo should go here is it works in a kind of old school cartoon kind of way, like a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. The show is incredibly simple. It's literally, there's a guy who is incredibly jacked, who likes to flex on women and try to get laid. And that's the entire show. (laughs) There's literally no villains. uh, There's no, like, driving narrative force. It's just a dude who thinks he's hot shit. (laughs) It goes on for way longer than it should. There's nothing that's, like, super groundbreaking in that show. It is incredibly entertaining. uh, But I think everything else on here has at least something else going for it. Johnny Bravo is just a a little too simple for me. Yeah, I agree. Where I would put Johnny Bravo down here instead of uh, Gumball, per se, is at no point when Johnny Bravo was on Cartoon Network was Johnny Bravo the thing that was holding up Cartoon Network. In uh, Cartoon Network's current lineup, I would say The Amazing World of Gumball is like one of their last bastions of like a great show. Great. Unfortunately, I think it ended. Did it? Oh, yeah, you're right. Gumball did finally end, yeah. All right. Rest in peace, Cartoon Network. They had a good run. Honestly, I felt for a while that Gumball was like the last really solid thing that that was like keeping Cartoon Network afloat until more recently but they finally had the, the end of their run. It's getting to that point where all of these shows are great and it's hard to put them over each other but I do think Johnny Bravo should go here. This is where the fun begins. God damn it. Josh you want to have like a last song for, for Johnny Bravo? Really? Josh if you do your best Johnny Bravo impression I will be on your side and try to put down Gumball. Damn. See, I don't even think Gumball's next. I don't think so, actually. I think Gumball should be a little higher. It 
definitely is higher yeah i'm thinking after this it's we're getting close to adventure time territory personally i'd say mega's xlr mega's xlr was our first place oh i missed that then yeah i mean i volunteered adventure time for this spot so i'm down to have that conversation the amazing world of gumball has so much more to go back to and it's also like it's a show that came out while i was like out of the age range demographic for cartoon network yeah and there was something worth going to check that out every few weeks or whatever gumball's on we're staying inside today like that's that's just it like <laughs> it's a funny show it has a lot of the same kind of like lol so random humor that annoys me about some of the more recent stuff but it does it well with its absurdist visuals and different animation styles and the characters are honestly pretty solid i really love the dad on that show yeah mm -hmm. and it's it's great just a show in general where it's dominated by that family dynamic where every member of the family is an entertaining character yeah right exactly I, even the mom's got some redeeming episodes yeah, yeah like everybody in that family is like a solid character that i'm like all right what are you up to today it's not like oh now we're following like will's little sister <laughs> yes it's like family guy if meg and chris didn't exist yeah <laughs> holy crap hey lois hey peter i i would like to nominate adventure time for the discussion personally foster's home for imaginary friends yeah i i can get behind that as well uh i know i'm gonna get a lot of backlash for this but regular show really? i agree i agree i agree Alyssa. josh you have not seen that show i would totally put regular show here i could put fosters or regular show here regular show is just really sticking out like a sore thumb to me compared to at least like the other shows of and their like impact on cartoon network josh you have not seen this show it was really annoying okay but i haven't seen a lot of adventure time but i know adventure time was fucking huge and i know why it's here so all the prizes that i was singing for gumball i like would say times 10 for regular show personally yeah regular show is one of my personal favorites on here as well another show with a great ensemble of characters who all have their own great episodes uh i also think the animation style is more consistent i i personally prefer the way that show looks to a lot of other shows that are older and newer than it I, it just feels grounded in the right ways but also like a nice time capsule of 80s and 90s nostalgia while also chasing this millennial dream it's it's kind of of a nice little timepiece in my opinion yeah the thing that i love most about a uh, regular show are the characters and all of that but i love how what they get into are essentially like sitcom scenarios but then they go wild in ways that you could only do in animation oh what are mordecai and rigby doing today oh they're trying to play an arcade game oh so there's gonna be like a giant bearded face that comes down from outer space and just starts killing everybody because he wants his high score to be the top it's just really entertaining and i love it a lot and it doesn't try to overdo what it does like adventure time does when they try to introduce like the story and like the lore that's always kind of lame i disagree with that adventure time and uh regular show are very similar in that regard to there is this like overarching narrative but it's not the driving force for the show uh i think with adventure time though that overarching narrative is the driving force for the fan base not for the show itself and so now once the show's over we're starting to get like these mini series and we're getting more tv movies and things like that with adventure time and while i guess that's deserved and that's what the fans want to see i wouldn't really want to see anything like that like the regular show movie ends that show and it's it's great kind of like codename kids next door and a couple of other shows that we're going to get to a little bit later i think yeah the regular show movie is like a whole trip yeah 
to be honest. Like, it's one of the weirder things that Cartoon Network has ever produced, and it's amazing. What number are we on? We're, at, I think we're at number 20, but we're actually not. I think we only have... Yeah, we've got, like, six places that are just out. Right now, I have 59 places, and I have six places in excess, so I think that we only have 53 shows on here. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, we're down six shows. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, so there are, um, like, 14 more places. This is also going to be controversial to say. I don't think that what Adventure Time is, is particularly unique to Cartoon Network as a brand. Like, if we want to talk about narrative shows that they have, they have uh, Samurai Jack, and more recently they have Infinity Train. If we want to talk about just, like, off-the-wall, like, episode-to-episode cartoons, like, most of their shows, I would argue, are better, including the other one that we're talking about right now. I just don't know what Adventure Time brings to the table. I'm having a hard time, like, not saying it's gumball between these three, because both Adventure Time and Regular Show, I feel, have more diehard fans. And I guess Darren might be the last diehard fan of gumball. I am. I'm with Darren on gumball. Gumball still has a gun, please. No, gumball goes higher than this, Josh. Fuck you, Josh. I just wanted to real quick just pitch one more thing, just to see how people felt about this. I know that I initially was like, no, I don't want this down here. But if we're talking about creativity between all of these, how do we feel about Kids Next Door here? No. No. I have too much nostalgia for it. It's not even nostalgia. Like, that's a good show with some really good characters. I really, really liked Kids Next Door. But the beauty of that cartoon is that, like, it is a, it is literally made for kids. It gives you like these cinematic type storylines, these kids, like it feels so fun watching it as a kid. And even now it's fun to look back on. I'd still rewatch Codename Kids Next Door. Like that is a top tier show to me on this list. I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm not. I didn't want Gumball to make it any more higher than where like these, this, these three positions. So like, I'm fine with that. Okay. So Adventure Time is going one spot over Johnny Bravo. Then Gumball. Uh, yeah, then Gumball. And then Regular Show. Interesting. All right, now let's everybody take a deep breath. I'm just getting drunker. Getting back to shows that we all like. We're going to fight over again. Isn't this fun, fighting with your friends? Hey, Alyssa. Yeah? Is it cool if I put on Regular Show when we go to bed tonight? No. <laughs> regular Show and chill? Yeah, I tried watching Regular Show. Like, Okay, so what's next? Gang. So we've got Dexter's Laboratory, Powerpuff Girls, Chowda, Teen Titans, Codename Kids Next Door, Courage the Cowardly Dog, The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, Ed, Ed, and Eddie, and Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. I think it's Foster's here. I agree. Yeah, yeah. as much as I love Foster's, I don't think it's better than I actually had a one. pretty not great rewatch of Foster's recently. Same. I don't know what it was about that show. Like, I guess I just, like, didn't remember it looking the way it did, or maybe animation just wasn't where it is now but like holy shit like that shows flash animation like really shows i'm also not a big fan of blue as a character yeah he's a dick i mean i hate blue i just fucking love cheese yeah cheese is dope oh uh, what are their fucking names mordecai and rigby <laughs> tried rewatching fosters i got a few episodes in and decided to leave it to nostalgia because it just it wasn't going well at all i only watched like the first episode and i was like all right tap out yeah i watched two or three movie yeah goodwill hunting oh shit i forgot about that thing oh my god it was very good and like the fake michael jordan jordan michaels was his like creator yep. yeah <laughs> 
the the movie that introduced Fosters was overall better than the TV show, like the very first Fosters film where they like introduced Blue and like the whole universe. Yeah, like the two part uh, pilot. Yeah, I aired that so much. Did you guys ever see that one year they did like a Halloween special that was in like stereoscopic 3D? Oh my god, yes. That was really fun. Wow, you guys are bringing back a lot of things I thought I had buried in my archives. Guess I completely forgot Foster's was on here. That KND take earlier was kind of clown of me. I apologize. It's okay. I think Foster's honestly could have gone under all three of those last shows we placed, but we're going to talk about that never again. I kind of agree. <laughs> I tried bringing that up. Do we want to just do that as like a hindsight thing when we read the group list? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Elevate everything one spot to put Foster's down. <laughs> out of everything i've tried to rewatch, that was easily the worst if my psychiatrist looked if i had a psychiatrist and they looked at this list they would think i was a paranoid schizophrenic like it is the messiest piece of paper i've ever written on in my life foster's home for imaginary friends no <laughs> so we've got dex's laboratory powerpuff girls chowda teen titans knd Courage the Cowardly Dog, Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, and Ed, Ed, and Eddie. These are pretty much the bonafide classic. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of want to throw out Dexter's. No. Mm-hmm. Not yet. If we're talking classics, Chowder isn't technically one of the classics. It's just a really good show. I would include Chowder in the classics. Yeah, Chowder at this point is a classic. Like, I consider Ch- Chowder, like, the ge- the generation right after, like, Billy and Mandy. Josh, I know you had some reservations about Codename Kids Next Door getting placed earlier. What would you like to see placed here, Josh? I believe he might have temporarily stepped away from his microphone because Wayman has arrived. Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, well, Teen Titans. What am I? What? What did? What did we need my input on? Uh, we were talking about placing Kid Codename Kid Next Door a little earlier. Um, I don't know. Is there something else you would like to see here out of uh, Dexter's Laboratory, Powerpuff Girls, Chowda, Teen Titans? Codename Kids Next Door, Courage the Cowardly Dog, Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, and Ed, Ed, and Eddie. I wouldn't mind Chowder going here. Yikes. That's a little bit of a yikes. I think Codename Kids Next Door's premise just lends itself to nostalgia a little bit more than something like Chowder, but I do think Chowder might have more consistently great episodes. Yeah, I agree with that. Did Chowder have an overarching plot? No, not in the slightest. Neither did Kids Next Door, really. I mean, it did. Sort of. Because, like, they had their random episodes, and then they would make you think it was random, but then towards the end of some of them, they'd be like, oh, the villain has this plotted for, like, freaking 10 episodes later or some shit like that. I gotta I gotta go be Kevin Costner. I feel like every season had, like, one plot point, but I feel like I wouldn't say that Kids Next Door had an overarching narrative, especially when, since when it ended, like, that narrative started to pick up for, like, the last episode. And then they did the movie, and then it just ended. Kids Next Door as a whole isn't as solid of a show as the rest of these are. Like, those episodes that are great are fantastic, and it has earned its place this high. But I think that it's the most inconsistent out of all of these shows. I feel like Dexter's Lab is the weakest. And that's probably my most watched as a kid on the rest of this list. I, I agree with what Jory is saying. I do think think that Codename Kids Next Door as an entire show is probably on the weaker end 
of these few that are left. I, I think Chowder is beloved by our generation and not so much by the people that also are a little bit older but grew up watching these other shows. I do think those are the next two to be placed, personally. I feel like I'm I feel like I'm advocating for KND because I am like a little older than y'all. So like that one's more my time than Chowder is, and that's why I consider it its own generation. I mean, how much older are you than us? About a year and a half, two years. Yeah, so I mean, like, at that point, it's kind of negligible. It's not by much. It's literally not by much at all. Like, Josh stopped watching animated shit when he was 10, and I think a lot of people are in that same kind of era, and it's like, if you were 10 years old and Chowder's on, you're probably not sticking around for Cartoon Network. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Josh would have turned 10 at the, like, latter half of Chowder. I like Chowder, but, um, I don't know, compared to the other shows, the other shows just feel like such, like, pillars to Cartoon Network, where I, I, I don't I have nothing, I have nothing against Chowder, Wayman. <laughs> you hear us? <laughs> yeah, wait, Wayman, codename Kids Next Door or Chowder? Chowder all fucking day. Dude, I'll take Chowder <laughs> over any car. All right, so Kids Next Door is going here. <laughs> Codename Kids Next Door is here. Damn it, Wayman. Do your draft. All right, Codename Kids Next Door. Do we want to put Chowder next? I think so. Yeah, I don't think it's better than the others. It's not much competition. What else would you nominate here, Alden? I've nominated Dexter's multiple times. Dexter's, right. That's it. Uh, the rest is no competition. I think that Dexter's is the only, like, uh, one of those original batch of, like, greenlit Cartoon Network shows, like, off of Space Ghost Coast to Coast when they were starting to really do their own cartoons. Especially with how varied Dexter was, because, like, the base of it was, like, oh, yeah, Dexter, he's, like, this kid, he's got a lab, and his sister's trying to break into it all the time. But you also had, like, the Justice Friends in there and, like, the episodes that centered on Mandark. I think Dexter's is really solid. I forgot about the Justice Friends. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. 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 Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, you opened up a can. Yeah, the Incredible Hunk. What? Wait, we just play, We just placed KND, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do we think Chow? Do we think Chowder is better than these other ones? Dexter's Laboratory to me doesn't feel like the weakest link that's left, and I know I'm gonna catch flack for this, especially since I'm the biggest Robin fan of all time. Don't say it, Nate. Dude, Teen Titans is kind of weak sauce. I went back to watch that shit and I couldn't get through it. I'm sorry. It is the weakest show on here that isn't Chowder. I I do agree with you. The reason that I would say that Teen Titans gets left a little bit lower is because it ended on the note that it did on like a cliffhanger and then was just left for years and still hasn't been resolved. Teen Titans was a lot of people's introduction to a lot of those characters, except for Robin. It was mine. Yeah, that's fair. And it's still, like, the dearest uh, interpretation of them that they hold. Even with Cyborg becoming, like, a main Justice Leaguer now and, like, being prominent in all of these new things, it's always the Teen Titans Cyborg that he gets compared to. That's for a very good reason. I will say that Teen Titans is the only one on this list that is, like, completely, like, different from the rest that are on here. It's, like, it's not, like, the whole kitty feel like the rest of these shows. It's, I'm not darker, but, like, it's much more serious in story plot and action-driven. To me, Teen Titans is almost what Star Wars The Clone Wars should have been. I, yeah. Except Star Wars The Clone Wars actually got an ending. Yeah, Teen Titans will eventually get one. It might not be with the original voice cast now, which is getting really depressing. I mean, it probably will be. All that, all of them are still working. Well, yes. They're all the same people that are on Teen Titans Go, which is also depressing. If Dexter and Teen Titans are getting this much pushback, I, I really don't think there's too much more budge here. Is Megan singing? Chowder was the end of an era. Megan is singing. Yeah, sorry about that. She's in the shower, which is really far away from where I'm recording, but I can't really do much about it. <laughs> 
Chowder just got placed. So we've got Dexter's Laboratory, Powerpuff Girls, Teen Titans, Courage the Cowardly Dog, Billy and Mandy, and Ed, Ed, and Eddie. I do think we're getting close to that Dexter's placement. I think so, too. Yeah. I'm between I'm between Dexter's and Powerpuff. I think Powerpuff holds up better than Dexter's. By like a hair. Yes. I think that they're pretty comparable. I think Powerpuff is beloved by more, and I think it's the better show. I just personally like Dexter's more. I mean, to Dexter's credit, Johnny Test is loosely based off of it. Yeah, it literally is. <laughs> Fucking millennials version of Dexter. Oh my god, Nate. What? Fuck. We took Lamar Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it. It's going to pay off come week three or four. <laughs> this guy. I, I would think Dex. Dex being left behind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. I just think Powerpuff Girls is a little bit better. Dexter's laboratory has been placed. Literally by, not even by much. Just like. I think it's by a noticeable amount. No. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't think Powerpuff, I don't, I, I like, don't get me wrong. Like I freaking love Powerpuff Girls and Rowdy Rough Boys. And I love getting, love watching Mojo Jojo get his ass kicked and fucking him as a goddamn villain was like terrifying, but also like, oh, a transgender character thing. Yeah, is him even in the new Powerpuff Girls? Yes. He was in, like, two episodes. I feel like that, like, wouldn't fly today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it did. Well, actually, I don't think his character flies. Yeah, you're right, actually. <laughs> oh, my God. Alyssa. Yes. What show do you think should go next? Out of Powerpuff Girls, Teen Titans, Courage the Cowardly Dog, and Billy and Mandy. And Ed, Ed, and Eddie. It's a hard choice. Yeah, it is kind of want to say courage but i don't at the same time you know we were just talking about how similar the quality standards of dexter's and powerpuffs were i think that it should be powerpuff next i do think so too they're like their 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 styles are not split styles the, the qualities are very similar i could also see teen titans or billy and mandy here no teen titans perhaps billy no me personally i'd love to see powerpuff here and then teen titans one above i agree i i don't i don't think teen titans is top three with what's left as much as i as much as i love it the powerpuff girls all right next after Dexter's Laboratory. A Powerpuff Girls at number five. Oh, are we actually at number five now confirmed? Half-Life 3? <laughs> Crap, I thought it was the only person that knew what those games were. No, everyone knows what Half-Lifes are. Teen Titans, Courage the Cowardly Dog, Billy and Mandy, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. It's Teen Titans. Teen Titans. Yeah. Yeah. I love it, but it doesn't stand against the last three. Goliaths of the Cartoon Network brand, Courage the Cowardly Dog, The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, and Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Out of these three, I think Billy and Mandy is the weakest. Out of these three, I think Courage the Cowardly Dog is yeah, the weakest. I too. think Courage the Cowardly Dog. Josh, we need you. I also think Courage is the weakest. Courage the Cowardly Dog or what? I really appreciate your attention right now. We've got Courage the Cowardly Dog, The Grim Adventures of Billy Mandy. If we just did a top 36, it'd be over like an hour ago. And Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Ed, Ed, and Eddie's number one for me. I It cannot go here. It's not going here. It's not in the conversation. The conversation is Courage and Billy and Mandy, but most of us have already said Courage. I think Courage is a little more, is just a little more, um, um... <sighs> consistent it's more ambitious like everything about it it's like a monster of the week kind of show but with a lot less dialogue and billy and mandy it just feels like a fairly odd parents wannabe bro what 
No. Nate, I think that comes from you not watching these shows when you were a child. That's fair, and I totally respect that, but also take into consideration my point of view here. I'm going back to these shows as an adult, and to me, Courage the Cowardly Dog is endlessly more entertaining than The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Courage the Cowardly Dog also is only two seasons long, and the second season is much weaker than the first. But Billy and Mandy is like four or five seasons long, I believe, and is consistently entertaining throughout and ups its scope as the show goes on. That's true. It's six seasons long. Yeah, Ed and Nettie is number one for me, so. I think it's Courage than Billy and Mandy. I think Courage should be at the bottom. I, All right. I'm sorry. It's okay. Courage, like for me anyway, like is very visually pleasing. And like a lot of, I, even if it is Monster of the Week, like they're all very refreshing and, and, and and just interesting to watch and even like some of the fucking episodes are like i mean if you watch it as a kid if I, you guys remember the return the slab fucking episode or the one where, Mur- where muriel basically where muriel muriel becomes basically the fucking exorcist like some of the episodes were really fucking terrifying so it makes the show like in our minds as kids like really fucking good you know one that's not usually listed as being their scariest but it always terrified me as a kid tell me you're gonna say like that fred guy exactly that episode <laughs> <laughs> that fucking creep I, uh... the freaky Fred dude that came in and shaved courage <laughs> yeah <laughs> he groomed the doggo oh. courage like that show was iconic in its own right but I don't think that it I don't think it, it it's yeah don't get me wrong courage slaps but I think that there is more just volume wise and like quality wise to love about uh, Billy and Mandy than Billy and Mandy has like audibly made me fucking cackle yeah several times there's Hostel Gato I don't think we had Nate watch any of the episodes with Hostel Gato no he didn't show up in those <laughs> fantastic character you know, fucking Irwin alone should make you want to put this number two. Irwin's a simp. Yeah, but he is the greatest simp in the history of cartoons. The simp. Actually, wait, can he be my avatar instead of fucking Tucker? <laughs> sure. Only if you do the uh, Thanos quote thing as Irwin. I destroyed them, yo. That was so close. I grabbed them all. Oh, do you remember the episode where Irwin's grandma came in and had like a yo mama joke thing with the principal of the school? Oh my god. She demolished him. Grandmama. <laughs> the clowns that will destroy us all. There's just so much. To- Man, I really wish I was allowed to watch this shit as a kid. Yeah, it was amazing. You would have liked it. Honestly, Grim Adventures was like borderline could have been on um, Adult Swim. Yeah, it really could. If they did a revival, it would be type, like, freaky. I really liked the movie, too, with uh, the Boogeyman. Oh, yeah. Boogeyman was really fucking good. And the end credits uh, song was Boogie Wonderland. (laughs) Not to mention, we heard the Meteor song at Universal City Walk. Yeah, we did. But anyways, yeah. Uh, So, it hasn't even been discussed. I think we are all in agreement. Ed and Nettie has the number one Cartoon Network original show. It sounds like it. Hell yeah. If I were to put a show as the face of Cartoon Network, Eddie, Ed, Ed, and Eddie is it. Yeah. Like, it's it's had the longest run. They're, fuck, they're, like, they're literally all, like, trailer park trash characters, but, like, the show itself is so fucking great, and it just it gives me the heart and soul of what Cartoon Network is. Also, the way the show ended is, like, the big—is one of the biggest fuck yous of, like— <laughs> 
TV cartoon TV show history that I've ever seen in my life. The big picture show with Eddie's brother. <laughs> the whole show is a fucking fever dream that Eddie Eddie is having, and they're all really old, like old and decrepit, and he's just remembering times of them as children and it's just all super fucked and it it like explains why each character was very specifically the way they were very like literally like the face of Cartoon Network for me. The series finale of Edda and Eddie is one of the best series finales ever. Have you guys uh, ever tried eating a jawbreaker? Yeah. Yeah, that I like straight up like went and bought a whole bag. I wanted to like put it on like the the side of your cheek or whatever. Those things will break your jaw. Have you ever seen those like giant ass ones that are like three feet in diameter? And I'm like, you literally need to break it with a hammer. Like, how- yeah, you need to take a pickaxe to that thing. Well, I'm gonna read the list as soon as I get all the numbers renumbered to the actual ranking. This has happened two episodes in a row. We need to get a little better about this. Um, well, I would like to special thanks to Alyssa for joining us back. Your Pixar uh, takes were so beloved that our video literally has thousands of views and climbing. So let's hope we struck lightning in a bottle again. Gotta have more girls in your show. Honestly, we're working on it. That's true. Yeah. More female voices. Yeah, representation. Speaking of representation, Darren, thank you for joining us, man. Hey, thanks for having (laughs) me. This was fun. What show were you like so eager to get home and watch, whether it be in like elementary school, middle school? What was it? You know, the only show that was actively like that for me was Total Drama Island when it was running, like the first season. I don't know if anyone else knows this, because I feel like I'm the only fucking person on the planet that remembers this time of Cartoon Network. Does anyone remember? I think it was either on Saturdays or Fridays after school or something like that. You remember the portion in the middle of the afternoon of Cartoon Network? called maguzi and it was like it was it was like another thing it it wasn't toonami it was something else and like it played totally spies and code lyoko yeah it was the cw shows that got moved over yeah i literally like would freaking sprint to my tv when i knew code lyoko was going to be on because like the character design was ridiculous like their foreheads were the size of mine times 10 but like it was such an entertaining show and their goddamn theme song slapped so goddamn hard I don't know. That's just a very fond childhood memory of mine for watching, like, not even just cartoons, but, like, animated cartoons and shit. Not even just cartoons, but cartoons. <laughs> yeah. Like the the pudgy animation. 3D? Yes. Jimmy Neutron every day. How about, how about you, Alyssa? What's your favorite cartoon memory? My favorite show as a kid was Super Robot Monkey Team Hyperforce Go. It was on JetX, and it was amazing. See? Yo. Yo, based. Damn, I forgot about that show. Tom Kenny voiced like 60 voices in it. Who's ready to hear our top 51 Cartoon Network shows in order? (laughs) Take a big breath. Number 51, Problem Solvers. 50, Secret Mountain Fort Awesome. 49, Powerpuff Girls 2016. 48, George of the Jungle, 47, Stormhawks, 46, Uncle Grandpa, 45, Apple and Onion, 44, Mike, Lou, and Og, 43, I Am Weasel, 42, Squirrel Boy, 41, Victor and Valentino, 40, Ben 10, Alien Force, 39, Teen Titans Go, 38, Mau Mau, Leaders of... uh, Yeah, Leaders of Pure Heart. 37, OK Go, Let's Be Heroes. 36, Secret Saturdays. 35, Transformers Animated. 34, Unikitty. 33, Clarence. 32, Summer Camp Island. 31, Generator Rex. 30, Ben 10, Ultimate Alien. 29, Evil Con Carne. 
28, Craig of the Creek, 27, Grim and Evil, 26, My Gym Partner's a Monkey, 25, Steven Universe, 24, Camp Laszlo, 23, Cow and Chicken, 22, Infinity Train, 21, Class of 3000, 20, Flapjack, 19, Space Ghost, Coast to Coast, 18, Samurai Jack, 17, Megas XLR, 16, Hi Hi Puffy Amiyumi, 15, Clone Wars, 14, We Bear Bears, 13, Johnny Bravo, 12, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, 11, Adventure Time, 10, Dumball, 9, Regular Show, 8, Codename Kids Next Door, 7, Chowder, 6, Dexter's Laboratory, 5, Powerpuff Girls, 4, Teen Titans, 3, Courage the Cowardly Dog, 2, The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, and number 1, The Greatest Cartoon Network original show, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Y'all, this was a gauntlet. This was a journey. And there's no one else I would have rather had done it with. Yeah. You You too. America. Alyssa's microphone died, but she also said yeah. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for being here. Thank you for checking out this week's episode of Duel of the Takes. Should we rank more entire television networks catalogs? No. Nickelodeon next. Unless we rank, like, all VeggieTales episodes, we're not doing a list this big again. God wants me to forgive them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you everyone for being here. And thank you, Craig. It's been another wonderful episode of Duel of the Takes. Bye, Craig of the Creek. All right. Whoever has to edit this episode, I feel so fucking bad for (laughs) myself. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Duel of the Takes. If you haven't already, check out the Duel of the Takes YouTube channel, where we have highlights of every episode, bonus lists, hot takes, as well as comedy sketches and more. Also, give us a follow on Instagram. We do interactive stories, daily movie and pop culture memes, and more. Also, if you want to take part in the discussion, check out our new Discord channel for movie debates, hot takes, gaming moments, and etc. Next week, the draft battle champion, Jory, will be facing against Nicholas Rohrman in a head-to-head debate of best box office bombs. And as always, if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.